1: Join us for the very first IFL Live at London's Indigo at the O2 Sunday, August 13th with me, Cook and Cassius and some very special guests Eddie Hearn, Darren Barker Johnny Fisher and more Tickets now on sale So in the words of Eddie Hearn You get up You dress up And you fucking show up This is a room for IFL TV What's a, a press conference room Why Beautiful, have you used uh, this before? Because it's a brand new hotel
0: Oh is it really? Yep, yeah, like
1: just, just uh, open We've been looking to come here for a while now and when you open the door, and you look in, and you go, big event, a matrimony of governors. So that's what it made me feel, and I'm delighted to welcome you here, Umar. I'm sure you felt exactly the same way.
0: Oh, I think it's a great press
1: conference.
0: Yeah. I look forward to being used more. We had seen you, Michelle, interview uh, Firehub. I, yeah. didn't, I
1: didn't even know. <laughs> you know, and uh, good luck to her with her law degree and uh, interesting change of camps. Happy now with Hellenius? Everything's set? Yeah, settled? very happy. I mean, look, the number one thing when you've got six days to go or five days to go is you need to make sure you can get it done. And when you're negotiating at this kind of level and this kind of notice, there's a lot of people that want to outprice themselves. There's a lot of people that want to mess around. There's a lot of people that realise actually they're not ready for the fight. And one of the reasons we went with Hellenius is because he's just had an eight-week camp. He boxed on Saturday, won by knockout, and there's no excuses. He's not... Just flown in off a, a three week holiday. He's been in camp. And before Dillian Wyatt got, well, took the fight, which we didn't think he would, we'd already agreed terms with Robert Helanius and with Ajit Kabayar as the two options. So we ended up paying him more money, and Ajit asked for too much money. That's why he didn't get the fight. But Helanius got the fight because he thinks he can win. He's a big lump, six foot nine, can whack. He'll try and win the fight. And I like the fight in preparation for Deontay Wilder as well because I don't think the styles are dissimilar.
0: When I think of the European guys Joshua's box Povetkin's I know Povetkin's a different style but maybe more your Pulevs your Klitschko mm. stand up which is what Hellenius does mm. I think we've seen the best of Anthony Joshua would you
1: agree? Yeah I think that's the the best style for AJ, and that's why we like the Wilder fight as well because it's a similar kind of fight Povetkin different small likes to get underneath like Andy Ruiz you know, like Josie Parker like, like Carlos Takam he didn't struggle in those fights but it was a different kind he did in the Ruiz one but it's a different kind of style, even Jermaine Franklin. Certainly the more upright fighters, I think you're going to see a more devastating Anthony Joshua. And I'm not just saying it, Umar. The best physically and mentally I've seen from him in this camp. You know, looking fantastic inspiring, gelled now with Derek James. And that's one of the reasons he's here, because he wanted to fight. And when we got this news on Saturday, Saturday, it was uh, definitely a case of, I want to fight. You know, I don't care who I fight, but I don't want to waste 12 weeks and then go on a break for four weeks now, then go back into camp, and it just slows everything down.
0: See, Gerald Washington was the other option that you were looking at, no?
1: Well, he was someone that put his name in the hat, and definitely he was someone that I thought, maybe. I mean, don't forget, Washington has a victory over Hellenius quite a few years ago. That clip
0: of him knocking him out was going around, so did you not think, let's go with Washington? But the problem
1: is, Washington's 43, he hasn't won in two or three fights, he hasn't boxed for over a year, I just feel like it's going to be a better fight against Robert Helenius. I think he's going to try harder. I think he's going to be more dangerous. Sorry, mate. Do you want to just do an interview? Just
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, he's, he's, like, he's like the new Gareth Davis, isn't he? Turning up in all the interviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, any, yeah, Joe Washington. And also, I didn't want to disrupt the, the Chisora fight because I think Chisora Washington is a brilliant fight. Um, So, yeah, went with Hellenius, um, loads of guys in the mix. Some we talked to, some we didn't talk to. Um, So, yeah. How do you feel about Derek still fighting, Eddie, honestly? I mean, I think that he's a favourite in the fight that he's in. So, when that's the case, I don't necessarily... I, I wasn't a fan of Del Boy fighting Anthony Joshua. He put his name in the hat because that's just what he's like. And obviously, they're friends as well. But, you know, I didn't like that fight. But in a fight like Washington, that I think he's a favorite in, I'm okay. I think this performance is going to tell us everything. He couldn't compete with Tyson Fury. Not many can. So I don't don't mind that too much. But we need to see how he looks in this kind of fight. If he gets beat on Saturday, I think that's the end of Derek Chisora's career. But if he looks good, he's going to probably land himself another big fight. But I think this performance will tell us everything.
0: Eddie, you know when you come, you know when you complain that IFL go really close. You're yeah, doing is that me creeping a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I'm a little
1: bit pumped too, Mar. That's why oh. my thumbnail sorted. Yeah.
0: Um, last one, Hellenius. See, so Deontay Wilder, well, the, the yeah. fight before, for yeah. Hellenius knocked him out in, in vicious style. Yeah. So
1: does that put pressure on Andy to get the job done quick? You know what? I think when we were looking at opponents pre-Dillian, the one thing that AJ wasn't mad about was the fact that how do you compare the performances? But in the end, I said, look, Wilder can knock anyone out at any moment. And the reason he, locked, he knocked Helenius out quickly is because Helenius was trying to win the fight. He actually backed him up and tried to throw and walked onto a right hand that would have knocked a horse out. So I, I don't really, you know. But if, if Anthony goes, say, nine no or ten, problem. On the don't distance. worry. But no. Like, honestly, Umar, you can't worry about what people think. Like, ultimately, you've got to look good. You can't labour to victory. But whether he stops him in. Two, nine, I don't really care about that. I just want to win. I mean, don't forget that four years ago we had another issue where a fighter failed a drugs test before an Anthony Joshua fight by the name of Jarrell Miller. Mm. We'd sold out Madison Square Garden and we needed a late replacement. We went with Andy Ruiz. And that moment, that whole week, all people did was talk about the Deontay Wilder fight. We're in like an absolute carbon copy of what happened there this time around. This time it's obviously uh, Robert Hellanius, So we've just got to focus on Saturday. The Wilder fight will come. I actually like as preparation, as I said, for Deontay Wilder. But you've got to focus on this fight because I promise you, Hellanius fancies it. His team think one punch, it's all over. We're going to make millions we knock this guy out. He's a big lump, he's six foot nine, and he's gonna be awkward in there. So we gotta be switched on, and AJ's gotta showcase what he's been doing in the gym with Derek James.
0: Because of that situation that you just mentioned, what happened in New York, I actually thought Anthony wouldn't box this Saturday. Yeah,
1: I have my doubts, because, you know, it's like, when you get that kind of news, it's deflating, but he was adamant. He was like, and you know the thing is, Uma, if you don't box on Saturday, you then have a rest four or five weeks and then you go back into camp and you need another eight or ten weeks. You, you end up not fighting until December. And then what happens to the Wilder fight? So it was really important that we fight on Saturday. And I've got to say as well, and I won't just say it, the zone stepping up to the plate. Because I promise you, with any other broadcaster, ones I've worked with in the past, what happens in this instance is you keep it on pay-per-view. You have to. You find the best opponent you can, and unfortunately, Eddie, go and take the bullets, and it's got to stay on pay-per-view. To take this fight off pay-per-view and pay a rights fee means that one AJ gets a fight, two DAZN subscribers get unbelievable value for money, and perhaps more importantly, everyone up there gets a chance to fight and earn their money after putting in 12 weeks of hard work. So financially, for AJ, financially for us, disaster, really, in in what, what should have been happening, but it doesn't matter, we've got to keep the momentum going, and what we can do is, with a great performance, is raise the value of the Deontay Wilder fight and move forward. Have refunds been limited? Tickets. Do you know what we're talking about? Hundreds. You know we've <laughs> sold 17,000 as of last night. Just a couple of hundred. And I don't think people will want to, you know, get the refund because one, it's a great heavyweight card. It's a good fight. You're seeing AJ again, and like I said, a great night of boxing. And of course, now uh, it's part of your subscription on DAZN. Well, if they do, you can always get Johnny Fisher too. Well, he's all, no, he's already taken the, the ones that have gone yeah. or the ones that have been returned. Johnny Fisher's knocking them out. He wanted another three thousand. So, yeah, I think we'll be pretty full on Saturday.
0: Now, Malik Scott's in town, obviously, he trains the onto Wilder. I will ask him, but do you believe
1: Wilder will fight Ruiz before he goes no. into Joshua? No. 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 I mean, look, that, we want to make that fight for January, and so does Saudi. There ain't a lot of time. You really have to fight in September at the latest before you go into that fight in January. So, I don't know what Wilder will do, but that's his business. We just want to make sure he signs to fight Anthony Joshua, but we've got to get this out of the way Saturday. It's not going to go past January, though, is it, Eddie? It's up to Saudi Arabia I think it can I think it could go to February I don't think there's an issue With that month But we've been told January We've been told the date And we're ready to go What's going to stop this fight? Wilder Yeah Getting beat on Saturday No Um, (coughs) Not a lot I don't You know I don't think it's going to be A money issue I think the only thing Looking at it Is that Is Wilder's Maybe Not desire But Insistency Of fighting first Do you know what I mean? He's had that one round in, what, 18 months? So then it would effectively be one round in nearly two years. So I would think Wilder wants to fight, but he's running out of time. Mm.
0: Right, I'm not gonna talk overly about Conor Ben. just one question. From what was going on on TalkSport yesterday, a lot of people just wanna know, from the scientific evidence, can you categorically say that Conor Ben, from the two failed tests has been proven innocent?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you have not been charged You have not been banned. You have any suspension lifted. You are cleared to box. I don't see how you can be anything else but innocent. But people still say, you know, there's a whole argument with Simon yesterday. And the great thing about the talk sport interview yesterday was, although there was a lot of wasted time of people going backwards and forwards, is that it's so clear that there is an agenda from people in the sport, whether it's to Connor Ben or me or Matram or AJ. So like the energy is different. And I was very concerned of the information from that interview, which ultimately is Simon Jordan talking to the General Secretary of the British Boxing Board of Control. I think people watched that and went, what is actually going on here? It's time to draw a line through this and move on. I'm sitting in that interview yesterday thinking, you're you're having a go at me for things that happened a year and a half ago. We've done this. I've held my hands up on many things that I think we did incorrectly during that process. but also. We're here again arguing about it. like, And it's time to draw a line for it. Conor Ben went through the process with the WBC. Everybody moaned and said he must go through UCAD. He went through UCAD. His suspension was lifted. He's cleared the box from UCAD. But is he scientifically proven to be innocent of those two tests? Yeah, I mean, I believe so. I've seen all the evidence. And, you know, the WBC had their own doctors look at it. But how many times do you have to be cleared and not charged? And... Um, you know, cleared to fight for people to be happy he's doing everything that's been asked of him it's been a year and a half since he boxed he's been through those two processes now let's let him fight but you know I don't think anyone's ever going to be happy so we we kind of oh, I've given up trying to make people happy he's just done what's been asked of him did you hear about uh, Warren's comments after you left Talk Sport no, on TalkSport? I mean, we had 10 minutes to go um the producer came in and went, oh, Frank Warren wants to get in no, on it." No, not the... about that, but oh, right. he's
0: in an interview afterwards. No, he didn't listen to it, no. Well, he said that Tyson accepted a fight in February with Usyk. Do you believe
1: that to be true? This February? 2023, but Saudi wanted to move the date. Still no. shunned. I mean, all I said was, <laughs> Alexander Usyk is the easiest person in the world to make a deal with. That
0: was a mandatory fight, though, with Joshua. What? Wright. The first one.
1: With no, Joshua. I'm talking about the Bellew fight that I made. Yeah. I'm talking about the Chisora fight that I made. I'm talking about when Tyrone Spong... Yeah fell out of the fight on a drugs test and we had to get someone in late and change the purse around. I'm talking about the fight with Anthony Joshua. I'm talking about the rematch clause that he didn't moan at. They did exactly what they promised they would do in a contract. So I'm telling you, the easiest per- people to do business with, Alexander Usyk and Alex Krasuk, they want legacy. So you ain't blaming them in this situation. They wanted that fight. Now, if Tyson Fury or Frank Warren couldn't get the money together, that's, the, that, that's okay. I'm not saying... You have to take any deal. But stop saying, well, we never received an offer. You're the promoter. Your job is to go and get that site fee, to go and make Alexander Usyk the offer, not just to expect one to fall on your lap. So, look, we go on, you know, like I say, he was begging to get on the show yesterday to get a bit of publicity, um, and Simon Jordan said, no, don't let him on. And I said, I agree, let him come on in 10 minutes. You know, piggybacking on the back of my profile. Um, So, yeah, like... We go on and on. Again, that's something we should, we should just move on from. He didn't want to fight Usyk. He fought Nganou. Like, I don't blame him. Loads of money for an easy fight. It is what it is. But
0: you, I think that's where they get the hump a bit. You say he didn't want to fight him. He accepted Uma, the fight.
1: Umar, Umar, if he wanted to fight him, he would have fought him or found a way. It's not difficult. You just go ahead with the terms that you have. I couldn't believe Usyk accepted. You, you guys just skim around the issue. Usik Usyk accepted 70-30. It was daylight robbery. But wasn't happy with the rematch clause Tough split. shit, then give him 60-40. That's what you do, you negotiate. You don't use it as a way to get out. Like, it was unbelievable what Usyk was willing to do to take that fight. But, I don't, and I don't think Tyson Fury is scared of that fight. I just thought, I think he thought, for as tough as that fight is, I want X amount. And they couldn't deliver it. So he went, I'm not doing a fight. And I get it, I'm, I'm not... But you can't say we did everything to make the fight. You didn't, because you didn't take the fight and it was there on a plate. You just didn't feel like the money was enough. That was the issue and that's okay. Why don't you just say that? We didn't think the money was good enough to fight Usyk, so we fought Ngannou, which is a load of money for a geezer that's never boxed before. Sweet as a nut and good luck to him. Frank's gonna have it off, a nice little Christmas bonus. Tyson's gonna make a fortune. No problem. But don't talk about legacy. Don't talk about middleweights. Don't talk about Usyk's shit and an easy fight. Because if he was, you would have taken the 30, 40, 50, 60 million, whatever it was or could have been, and got it done and Become undisputed and create an incredible legacy and been arguably the best heavyweight of the modern era, if you want.
0: In Saudi Arabia, obviously, we've seen skills challenges the guys putting shows on in terms of boxing. Mm-hmm. This is a new group that Queensbury yeah. are working with. Do you know much
1: about them? Yeah, I know the guy. I mean, it's, it's an entertainment division. Yeah. It's not boxing, it's entertainment, but maybe they're going to start moving in boxing. I think it could be an interesting thing, it could be a good thing for other promoters as well. Um, you know, we're the only people that have managed to put a major boxing event on of you know of proper standing in, in the kingdom, and we look forward to doing that as well with AJ and Wilder.
0: Last message to the fans about Saturday:
1: just tune in. It's a massive heavyweight card, and listen, I've got to do a shout out to the Zone because they've taken this off pay-per-view, giving you unbelievable value on Saturday night. It's a great heavyweight card: AJ against Hellenius, Chisora against Washington, great fight. We haven't even talked about Philip Hergovic against great Dempsey McKean. great fight, and the winner fights Usyk next. Unquestionably they're going to call that straight after the Usyk de Bois fight, unless Daniel does, does the business and good luck to him as well. Johnny Fisher in a really tough fight for his first title before the bell. Campbell Hatton, George Lidard, Maisie Rose, and Brandon Scott in the building. Gonna be a great night on Saturday. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty.